from the Mercy One Studio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services. Morning, welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Father PJ, good morning. Good morning, Father. Good to have you here. So let us begin our Be Not Afraid Encounter program in the name of the Father and in the Son and in the Holy Spirit. Impart to your servants, we pray, O Lord, the gift of the heavenly grace that the feast of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary bring deeper peace to those for whom the birth of the her Son was the dawning of salvation. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, let us proceed. Amen. Very interesting day about Amen. the Nativity of, of our Blessed Virgin Mary. But uh, any special data to record in today, Father? So we, we keep the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin um, just as uh, we keep the Nativity of our Lord. Um, the Blessed Virgin and John the Baptist and, uh, and our Lord are the only ones on the, on the calendar that get sort of birthdays and death days, right? Um, and it shows the unique place uh, that, the, that the Blessed Virgin has in the life of the church and, and in all of salvation history. And her nativity um, really highlights the importance, therefore, of our own nativities, of the, uh, of the birthdays that we keep for each one of us. And at the same time, it's a beautiful encounter how this connection in the middle of this uh, uh, suffering experience about this pandemia, the nativity of Our Lady also is a sign of hope and a sign of life for all those mothers mm -hmm. that have been in a pregnancy process and expecting babies. It's a good news for the world that the life continue enlightening God's presence in our Uh, daily daily way to go to the eternal life as well. At the, same the birth time, of a, a child is always a sign of hope, right? Um, even in the midst of the great uh, arduous labor of, uh, uh, of giving birth, um, the, uh, a child promises life and hope and future, right? And, and so all of those who've uh, borne children in the midst of the pandemic, I think, have borne unique witness to that hope. Um, and they share in, 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 in the, that same experience of motherhood and, and childbirth of the Blessed Virgin and also heralds, um, you know, uh, hearken back to their own. Um, and, and that really, in some ways, is what, is what this feast commemorates, is, is that in Christ Jesus, God has entered the human family. So his mom had a birthday, and because his mom had a birthday, he had grandparents, and his grandparents had birthdays too, <laughs> and everybody else that he ever touched or was attached to. These are real people in real time in real places just as are we. It's very interesting your comment, Father, because also for the medical language, we use the, the word labor, labor, labor. You know, the, the, the woman go into the labor process. It's not mm -hmm. an uh, easy task to understand not only physically, also spiritually, this tremendous gift uh, from God about life, the conception and then the delivery of the good news to the world about a new life. 
That's right. That's right. So that the, you know, as, as, as we look at labor and the role of work in our life, um, work is not intended in, in its divine origin to be arduous, right? The man and the woman are originally given charge of the garden um, to delight them so that they can share in God's act of creation so that the, so that the, the human beings that he makes can share in his own creative power. It's only because of our own sinfulness that difficulty and, and, and the arduous character of labor that enter in. And that's why it gets attached to childbirth that way too, right? The, the, the curse that's, that's given to the woman um, is, the, is that you'll bring forth your, your child with great pain. Um, but that's not, that's not the way things are supposed to be. This is all uh, a sign of how sin has touched the world. But even through sin's touch, um, Christ's redeeming grace uh, brings about a marvelous exchange. And, and the work that we do now not only can participate in God's creative act, bringing the world into being, but in God's saving act saving it for eternity. It's an, an, a beautiful and eloquent explanation. One of the very interesting facts also about the Nativity of Our Lady is the posterior decision in God's providence to choose this uh, Nativity, very kindness woman, as the head of this responsibility to bring to us the Savior of the world, our Lord Jesus Christ. This consistent action of love from God to us to send us the Savior and Redeemer. And it's a good news, I still to repeat this part for us, that we are in need about this kind of good news of life in the middle of this uh, absence of life in spirit as well. One of the things, you know, the, the story of the Virgin's nativity, of her aging parents and, and, and her own miraculous birth, I think really ought to give hope, especially to the elderly um, in the midst of this time of pandemic, those who feel lost and, and alone because their friends and family can't come to visit them. I mean, in some ways, right, with the, what the nativity of the Virgin commemorates um, uh, is not that she was conceived virginally like our Lord was, but that, but that two old people can still do the things that married couples do. And that can still be life giving, even if it's not always life giving in the same way that it is when younger people do. And that there's a great gift there that, that even, even as old age changes us, it doesn't defeat us. Iowa Catholic radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Be not afraid. Father PJ, Father Fabian, we're talking about the nativity of Our Lady, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Thank you, Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And be not afraid, Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed, accredited, and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Learn more at dreamdirt.com, including their online auction house, FarmBid, at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services, Farm Auctions, done right. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org.
Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at BigRedQ-DeMoines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Welcome back to Iowa Catholic Radio, Be Not Afraid. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. After this uh, connotation about the festivity of the Nativity of Our Lady, uh, this is a tremendous responsibility for each woman around the world to bring to this world new babies by the grace of God as well. And also... It's important to notify that it is not an easy task, an easy mission. Imply sacrifice, dedication, attention, and obviously mental and physical health to accept this mission and vocation as well. But also in the context of this tremendous work, we are in the Labor Day week. So it's interesting also to make connection about this tremendous responsibility about the role of the woman and also the men in the labor around the world. Father? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, the, the, as a nation, we've just celebrated Labor Day. And that day dedicated to labor, of course, in origin, is, is meant to... Um, to protect the rights of workers, which is something we need to continue to be concerned with. Um, once upon a time, this, this, this was the church simply being strictly aligned with sort of trade unions. Um, and that relationship has grown very complex and is, is really beyond the scope of what we can talk about here. But, but the big idea, the important idea that, that has to be retained, right, is that labor, the act of human work, the stuff that we do to feed our families and to keep our lives going, um, is not simply some like, add on to human life. Um, it's supposed to be one of the major ways in which we contribute to the life of the world. And that, and that whether we're um, keeping a shop like my dad did for most of his life or tending a farm or, or working in an office that, um, that the, that the act of labor itself is part of how we participate in God's creative action uh, in, in, in the ongoing making of the world. We don't believe in a watchmaker God who set things up and then walked off. We believe in a God who's invited us to share in the work of making the world the place that it is, for better or for worse. 
And it's very eloquent also the Holy Scripture to describe that, no? Like uh, in the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, God rests on the seventh day. Genesis 2, verses 15, God settles man in the Garden of Eden to cultivate and care for it. Also, he said a very theological context about the labor, you know? We need to, to work. Right. One, uh, back to my mind, Father, the moment of the offertory, when we offer the bread to God, and respond of the people, and then when we offer the wine as well. So the sacramental economy shows most perfectly the design of all human labor. So, so sometime last fall, there was a farmer, probably in Kansas or maybe Missouri, who grew wheat, and that wheat was sold at market, and that market was bought by nuns, and those nuns baked that wheat into bread, and that bread became God on your altar yesterday. And likewise, see... And likewise, some farmer in California grew grapes, and those grapes were turned into the blood of God yesterday. And so, and, and so the ultimate design, the ultimate plan for all of our labor is that, is that the, the creative work in which we participate would be divinized, would be taken over by God, which is why labor always takes precedence, precedence over capital, because people are more important than things. And so the fruits of labor are more important than simply the, the, the objects of design, um, which is why the church has always had a, a kind of a, a preference or attentiveness to, um, to the agrarian and why the church in this part of the country is so concerned with rural life. Um, even though most of us live in the cities now in, in the state, um, the, the life of the farmers is important. And the storm that destroyed so many crops three weeks ago it remains important because, uh, because that's part of how we feed the world and bring Christ to the world. And also to recognize how God loves us intensely to provide and a fertile, fertile soil to prepare our our agriculture duties and obligations to set up our tables with delightful food. Sometimes we miss that part about many people have been taking care of the earth and working hard to receive many benefits that in towns like we live in, we are enjoying. So this is a time also to be more sensible about those brothers and sisters that have been working in a very not uh, literally <laughs> well uh, repayment may i say that in that right. manner the retribution about a lot a lot sacrifices that they, that they had been doing the church's teaching on labor really is one of the best examples of how we can't be partisan in the sense that's usually meant in the political culture of this country because we don't land very comfortably sort of on either side of the two the the, the, the two great divides um Instead, we, we, we operate based on principles which are far older than any nation or party and which really um, cut to the heart of reality um, that, 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 that people and, and natural created things have a kind of primary value and that those things are to be uh, cared for and preserved. The reason that word cultivare is used in the scripture, right, is because the man um, and the woman help to husband the, uh, the, the creatures in the garden. So we're called not simply to, to dominate the earth, but to care for it and, and to make it even more fruitful, which is why the great work of agriculture that, that's been done in this part of the world has been so important because we've been able to produce even more food for more people.
The book of Deuteronomy chapter 14 verses 28 to 29 describe beautifully what you said, Father. The Lord bless our work so that we may share its fruits with others. Sharing, solidarity, compassion. This is the manner how we're growing together in these current and challenging situations around the world. Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Be not afraid. Thank you to Mercy College of Health Sciences, downtown Des Moines, for underwriting our show, The Uncommon Good, with me, Bo Bonner. And I'm Bud Marr. A degree from Mercy College provides endless possibilities. Students have access to patients with complex medical conditions, state-of-the-art medical facilities, highly motivated healthcare professionals, and classroom professors that transform them into servant leaders. You can start the programs in fall, spring, or summer. There are endless possibilities available online at mchs.edu slash kwky. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Storm Alert Weather is provided by Divine Treasures. Divine Treasures is a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. Their mission is to help Catholics know, love, and keep their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and His Church. Divine Treasures is where you can find great Catholic books, beautiful Bibles, rosaries, jewelry, statues, and religious gifts for those memorable events in your life. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you to Divine Treasures for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at fredhaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Welcome back to Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. Father, we have an amazing piece of the gospel for this coming Sunday. So, we, the gospel of Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 to 35, describe beautifully and soon all our conversation about this labor and dignity condition for the people of God. Could you please read the gospel, Father? Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times. And Jesus answered and said, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king, who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him, who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all the property, in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. 
and falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now, when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to the master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said, you wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should not you have had pity on your fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? And then in his anger, the master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. Beautiful. But a question came to my mind when I listened to you, this gospel. Does mercy overlook justice? Does mercy overlook justice? No, it completes it. So, so the, the issue, and of course, the, the, the background here, right, is that the Jews were very, very concerned with uh, the sin of usury, that is, with charging interest on a loan. And so the whole idea that this person would be in debt and not able to pay back the debt, um, it really cuts to the heart of a, a lot of Jewish ethical concerns. The servant, unable to pay back the debt, pleads on the mercy of the master, not because uh, the master's forgiving the debt sort of in the outright, but because the master believes the servant given time will be able to pay it back. And, and, and the problem is, right, the servant then, in order to pay back his own debt, has to call in debts on other people. But instead of following the example given him by his master, he takes it out on the other servant. Um, and, and, and that's what causes the, the problem here. This is a real concern. In today's economy, right? Because uh -huh. our whole economy is based on debt, right? Okay. There's pro probably not anyone listening to this that doesn't have a credit card. And so, so somebody's making money off of your debt, like literally where you sit here. And, um, and, and the church has some very specific things to say about that. But the main thing here, right, is that, that what, what, uh, the forgiving of a debt does doesn't just wipe away the, what has already been owed but anything additional that's been accrued. And that's because the fruits of capital, the fruits of the stuff that we've got, right, are never ours alone, but they're dependent on generations worth of work. And just as, um, just as the, the goods of the earth are in some sense the, the right and share of everybody, so the fruits of that capital um, are, are really intended to be shared by everyone else as well. So back to my mind, C.S. Lewis uh, referred to this uh, reflection that you said, Father, mercy will flower only when it grows in the cranius of the rock of justice, transplanted to the martial lands of mere humanitarianism. It becomes a man-eating weed, all the more dangerous because it is still called by the same name as the mountain variety. It's very eloquent. That's Go ahead. That's a very uh, pithy way to put, uh, you know, uh, what both the church is sort of teaching on labor and forgiveness, right? These, these are both really dependent on grace, on giving things which are unmerited. That which we've been given is wholly unmerited, first life itself and then salvation, and then the way in which we, we interact with each other. So we understand the word of justice that describes the gospel today as a word of mercy as well. So the Lord That's not right. only looking for balance between two sizes, looking for mercy for everyone. So this is the prosperous scenario about the gospel today for us. The problem is, if justice is giving to each their due, then and mercy is going beyond that. You can't do mercy without justice. You have to first at least give them what they're okay. owed in order to give them anything above and beyond. 
Okay, that subsidiarity terminology to use in the same common good. That's exactly right. So, Father, we are approaching ending of our program. I'd like to invite it also to extend our blessing, final blessing, to all my brothers and sisters, Latinos that have been labor in the agriculture business that probably are not in a good condition of retribution about all those sacrifices that they have been doing and in face this situation for all my brothers and sisters around the world that have been in a difficulties labor conditions and situation as well may the god of mercies who blesses the labor of all his faithful servants keep and sustain you all the father the son and the holy spirit be not afraid iowa catholic radio God bless you. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services.